minivan from Buddy's Barbecue pull up and unload about $200 worth of pork ribs onto my driveway while I stand in the doorway hiding my food boner in my Bermuda shorts. When it comes to exercise, well, it's just a bold-faced lie. I've never moved fast enough to sweat except when I was making a baby. Even then, I took some much-needed breaks. Guilty. Guilty as charged. 
Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show on, of all things, how crazy is this? First show of the week, and it's already... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Oh, in the immortal words of Tommy. Holy shit! I mean, wow, we're already starting the week off on Listener Mail Day, brought to you by JS Floors. Talk more about them in a bit. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy tomorrow, and then the day after is Friday already. Holy shit. That's craziness happening right there. Mm-mm-mm. Crazy, I tell you. Wow. I uh, I hope that everybody had a great 4th of July. We're going to talk a little bit more about the 4th here in a minute after I say good morning to everybody. I saw parts of Roseville are burning down thanks to some illegal fireworks. Some people are not very happy there. Oops-a-daisy. <laughs> I, I, are we sure they're illegal? I, I mean, I don't know, because those snakes, they can get pretty hot. Uh, anyway, I hope everybody had a great 4th of July. Took a couple days off, and let me tell you, it, re, it, it, ju- it rejuvenated me, and it all hit me this morning. I mean, I was coming up with shit this morning. I'm like, oh, my God, holy shit, let's do this, let's do that. I can tell you that that this morning we do have a listener mail, like I was saying. Um, there is a, somebody needs our help. So that means we got songs. We have a new verse to an old song. Oh, and it, oh, it's golden. It is, it is beautiful. We'll start off with that one. And then I've been getting a lot of requests for the uh, I'm Still Arnie song. So uh, we'll, we'll do that as well. But uh, let's say some good mornings to people, shall we? Let's uh, scroll on down here. Good Lord. Man, I am way behind here. All right. First one here. First one here today. Battleborn. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Damn right. Happy. Pump day. Ass family. Thank you so much. I hope you had a good four. Trash Panda. Oh, I love trash. Says, welcome back, Arnie. Let's go. I need to vent about the fucking illegal fireworks. They keep us trash pandas up way too late. We need to be up early. It's not going to be my fault that someone's bumper is ripped off because their car, because they put their fucking cans too close to the cars, rant over. Hey, I understand. We had a ton of fireworks going off last night. I, I mean, I fell asleep because they're fireworks. See, here's the thing. I, I'm not a big fireworks guy. If I'm shooting them off, that's cool. But these people, and I know we're going to have to do this shit with Roscoe. I already know. Believe me, I already know. Then we're going to have to go to a 4th and July celebration and take towels and put them out on the, the thing and we'll watch the fireworks go boom, boom, boom over the lake. It's the same show every year, man. It is. Look, I'm not afraid to say this. Fireworks, great. They're fantastic. They're awesome. But, I mean, ugh. oh, ooh, a flag. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I'm not trying to be unpatriotic here. Just like, you, you know, it, what, what is it what we celebrate? 270, what years? 73 years? Okay, so 273 years. We haven't come up with an alternative to fireworks yet? <laughs> God damn, nobody has. Not even the damn Chinese. Well, we got to talk about them here in a little bit. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, my lucky 
stars? The one, the, the only bratty kid is in the house. Oops, I crap my pants are biodegradable. Now that's good for the environment. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Let, let everybody know what you're picking up for me today at the store. Uh, Notorious Rev says, good morning, all. Damn it, I'm not first. Uh, sorry about that. Battleborn says, I watched John Wick 4 yesterday. There was a scene that could be a new improved Frogger game. Dude, that movie was badass. John Wick 4 was pretty damn. I, I rank them this way. Look, John Wick 3 is always, and it's sacrilegious to say it's better than John Wick 1 because John Wick 1 was pretty fucking awesome. John Wick 2 just, it's like Ocean's 12. It was, but then we had part three and like a horse killed a couple guys. It was badass shit. So I, I always put three near the top at one and then four and then two. So there you go. That, that's how I rank my John Wick. Uh, Rev says, good morning, bratty kid and battleborn. Good morning, good morning. That's nice. Oski! Oh, wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast milk so good. <laughs> says, good morning, ass family. I would like to report no missing fingers or hands from fireworks last night. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. Fantastic shit right there. Uh, both my middle fingers are intact as well. Gold! Gold, good morning to you. Hey, yo. Yeah. Gold says, good uh, good hump day morning. Hump day? Hump day? I slept through Vietnam last night, got that energy. Birthday is Friday, and I'm ready to party. Arnie, tear this shit up. I will do my best. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Good morning. Mage is in the house. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? Round here, we speak American, okay, bud? He says, good morning, ass, and AIG. Wow, sounds like you're playing the Going in 60 Seconds soundtrack. Yeah, I, a little upbeat music today. Boy, I tell you what, we got a bunch of stuff to get to. Mage, they are coming after your people. I'm just telling you. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. I mean, they are, they are boy, they're upset. I want to be ninja. Woo! I want to jump, 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 jump. get to all that here in a little bit man it is crazy out there uh notorious says as the very unofficial minister of the ass family i bless you in the name of arnie jalapeno my whoa 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 now 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 i appreciate what you're trying to say there uh but brother states can you hit it yes that's right brothers and sisters welcome to the church of arnadad I am your pastor, Pastor Arnisius, and I am the official slash unofficial slash only reverend of the show. I appreciate what you're saying, trying to say there, notorious Rev, but there is one Rev here, and it's me, Arnie. There you go. There's my rant for this morning, because I got to save all this up. Uh, Cowboys girl is in the house. Good morning to you. Wait, hold on. We got to get the right sound effect button hit. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet. No, cult. no, we aren't going to do that. Uh, good morning, uh, ass family and happy Pump day. Very, very good. Stink fist all up in here. Says good morning, ass. I hope everyone kept all their fingers. Useless knowledge time. The song Stop the Rock is from the movie Boys and Girls starring Freddie Prince Jr. and ever so hot at the time, Claire Forentini. Oh, the chick from Mallrats, too. Oh, Claire Forentini. Or Forini. Forlorny. Forlorny. That's her name. Forlorny. Claire Forlorny. Mallrats. 
Meet Joe Black. I thought she was going to get naked in that one, but she never did get naked in her damn movies. Stuck up hoe. Uh, she was also in uh, Green Street Hooligans with uh, with uh, Elijah Wood playing a tough guy. <laughs> Adam J. Buenos dias, mi amigo. Says woohoo ass indeed. Uh, let's see. Uh, the good Darren is in the house. Please be a fart. Good morning, ass family. Short work week, but still need some ass to keep us going. Indeed, you do. The stars at night are big and bright. There you go. One, two, three, four. There it is. College Station says the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas, Pee Wee Herman. Good morning, ass. Uh, let's see. Sassy Pammy is up in the hizzy faux shizzy. Hey, cowboy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Mm-hmm. Stinkfist, I gotta be work for 2 a.m. It sounded like the fucking Beirut outside. Oh, man. Uh, v Coop up in the house. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, one of my neighbors blasted off 20 rounds from a shotgun instead of fireworks. The whole street <laughs> lit up with red, white, and blue after that. No kidding. My God. Papa! America! Oh, Stackhar says, good morning, ass family. I like to report my house is safe from Hunter Biden's cocaine. Don't get ahead of me. Stackhar, you can't get ahead of me, my man. Dear Lord in heaven, it is going to be a fun show today. Derek! Becca! Uh, says, good morning, ass family. I hope everybody had a great fourth and definitely boo hump day. Yes, boo. Hump day? Uh, it rised up in the house. Where? Oh, wait, wait. Where did the rise stuff go? I had it right in here. It's no, there. It is. There we go. There it is. It rise. Good morning to you. Uh, let's see, uh, did I get a Razor Ramon intro? That's hilarious. My uncle's on my dad's side, Dative, and Half White used to call me Chico. Well, there you go. Look how that worked out. Look how that worked out. Yeah, you got your walk up, and it was, it was perfect. I've been looking for you, Gold, because... Hey, yo. There it is. All right, so I told you that, you know, it took the last uh, few days off. Recharge, relax, went to the Ranger game. They almost came back, but then they let us down. Fuckers. That was not a fun game to be at. There was a, oh, man. The troglodytes. Um, hold on a second. Here, I have to contact somebody. The movers are here. The movers are here. Movers are here. Movers here. There you go. All right, I've texted. Um, so, so... <laughs> So I, I took a, a bunch of time to myself and, and, and relaxed. Didn't look at a lot of news stories. I talked about some news stories or, 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 or held on to some from, from this weekend. But I got to tell you, I need these days to myself. And, and it's so great because then all of a sudden this, this waft of creativity hits me. Swoosh! There you go. Good morning to you, my friend. 
Hope you're doing well. And and it hit me this morning. Uh, so woke up. It was Wednesday. Didn't have to take out the trash. Thank God. Had to feed damn Bubba. Made my uh, my coconut oil, quote unquote, coconut oil pills. And they are kicking in like Van Dam right now. Um, and made a little breakfast. And I laid down. Well, actually, I laid down. And then I made my breakfast. So <laughs> took a little nap. And I had this thought, and this thought kept me from my nap. I thought about back in the old times, since today is July 5th, yesterday was July 4th. Back in old times, like 1776, let's say. You know, they had like pretty stout ale back then. Them people were known to tie one on because there was nothing else. It wasn't like they could pick up a Sprite or something. You know, it was pretty much either hooch or water. Most of them, they, they, they drank the hooch. So I'm thinking, you know, what happened to the guy who got maybe a, a, a snootful, a little bit too much on July 3rd? And Finn slept all the way through July 4th, 1776, and woke up on July 5th. Because we've all, look, look, it, 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 some of us have lost an entire day of our lives due to drinking or doing drugs. Just say it. Um, so this fella, the, he wakes up. They, they just bear with me because this is how my brain works sometimes. It's very, very strange how my brain works. Back in 1776, he, he was thin and <laughs> barely. So dude wakes up, right? And he looks around and he, and he finds a, a buddy of his or something. He's like, hey, man. Uh, what's with all this red, white, and blue shit around here? Did, did I miss something? Now, now it, it continues from there. He's like, uh, what? We, 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 we're no longer under the king? Well, that that's pretty amazing. Because, see, here's the thing. People didn't find out a whole lot of stuff back then because they didn't have the internet. They didn't have telephones. But here's, here's another one. They didn't have roads. So they, that that would that would block the whole traffic idea. So they're like getting word late. And this guy's like, "Oh man." So so who's running this place? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, is, I mean, who, who who's in charge? Guy tells him, uh, "George Washington." Washington? Wait a second, Washington? Didn't they 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 brought him back? I mean, sure, he was a good leader and everything, but didn't he move out to the West Coast for, like, to grow some dope or something? Washington? So so Washington is our king now? Wait, 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 wait. What's it called? A president? Wait, who's making these words up? What in the fuck is a president? Is that one of them words that the guy who found this hunk of shit land who was looking for the Indies? Because them people are good spellers, from what I hear. I've heard some tales on the high seas about them. They can spell their asses off. President. So, so wait, wait, wait. Is he president? Is this president a lifetime thing? We, we vote? What, what, what's voting? Oh, we, we get to choose and, and, and say who we want? Well, I, I want you. Wait, can't you just vote for me? Oh, okay, so they get people, and we're supposed to believe in all the things they're going to tell us. Okay, well, who can vote? 
right? It's just us landowners, right? Just men, right? We, we, don't, need, we don't need anybody else, right? Washington? Well, I mean, what, 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 what are the laws of the land? It's called a, what, a, a constitution? What do you mean? A shit I take in the one? A, a constitution? What's a con- that Once again, another made up word. Now, wait a second. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking this over. Wait a second. Can somebody explain this to me? So God is giving me a gun. It says it right here in the second one. God gives us these rights, right? We have the right to bear arms. I've had my eye on a musket that only takes 41 minutes to load. So God's giving me a gun. What? Oh, God. Uh, answer me one question. Just one, the most important question we got. We still got slaves, right? And see, that's where my mind ends right there. Because right, you go from there, you, all you can do is go downhill from there. It's a pretty good kicker line at the end, though. You got to admit, that was, that was pretty well crafted. I was very proud of that. I came up with that in like four minutes. And then I expanded on it. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, there you go. All right. I, I guess we can go ahead and just, just start this whole uh, show today. Uh, but I, I would be remiss to say it, it, it can only start in one way. And one way only. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Daddy. Oh, this is the greatest story I've ever seen in my entire life. Over the weekend, a suspicious white substance was found at the White House. Cocaine. It was found inside the White House West Wing on Sunday. An evacuation had to happen. On Sunday evening, the White House complex went into precautionary closure as officers from the Secret Service investigated an unknown item found inside a work area. The fire department was called. Yeah, yeah, that's some Peruvian gold right there, my, my Mr. President. Come on, man. Uh, An unnamed official reportedly familiar with the investigation reported the positive test for cocaine. A hazmat team was called. Oh, yeah, I'll get rid of it, sir. Oh, Mr. President, I'll take care of that. No problem. Now, it was found in the... They say a working center, yes, but here's the here's the delicious, delicious report. It was found in the living quarters. But, oh, you, you got to turn that up. There you go. And by the way, who recently had access? To the living quarters in the White House. 
Now, uh, we, we can play a little game here. You, you know what? I, I, I'm in a fun mood today. Let's play a little game here. Um, who was recently at the White House? Was it, it, it that could have left the cocaine? Was it possibly, A, the president of India, B, some champion sports league person, or C, was it Hunter Biden? Ladies and gentlemen, who left the cocaine? Oh, this is perfect. Let's see, um, let's see, Jill. Oh, somebody's like, maybe Jill brought it in? Oh, man. Fuck you, Jill. Yeah. You're a horrible fucking woman. You really this are. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. Mm-hmm. This kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jill brought that shit in. The hazmat crew was Hunter with a rolled up Chinese wand. Uh, or yin, yin wand. Hunter forgot to give the post office his new forwarding address for deliveries. Where the fuck is was Hunter? Well, they, he was at a state dinner. They had a big state dinner there, and the pre, it was the president of India, and it was like three days prior. And Hunter's been there for like three days. Jeffrey Epstein. B. Coop says Monica is still the first one to do blow at the White House. Very, very true. I can picture Joe and Hunter standing outside the White House, firefighters running in, Hunter's hanging his head low, while Joe looks pissed and says, God damn it, Hunter. Come on. Jesus. In a plot twist, it was Hillary setting up Hunter because Epstein List is coming out. <laughs> this is, I, I recently watched some uh, episodes, mainly on the TikTok, of this show called House of Cards. I know you all watched it before. Kevin Spacey is just brilliant in this TV show. And it's just how despicable the president, and honestly, Kevin Spacey in House of Cards is a Democrat I probably would have voted for. Because he has teeth, man. He ain't afraid to drop bombs. But And, and Robin Wright uh, Penn, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny's a cunt in this too, but she's fantastic and looks phenomenal. And we've never had a first lady that good looking. Um, you know, well, every good dinner sits a, a bump of Coke or a cigarette. Oh, yeah. Or both. I mean, there were pictures of Hunter that were released from the laptop again of him driving 172 miles an hour with a crack pipe in his hand. No jail time, though. No jail time for you. (laughs) Hunter, is there something you want to tell Daddy? You know what? I bet you Hunter still calls him Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, they will not give me my Amex card back, Daddy. (laughs) By the way, another story that was released over the weekend. This is even better. This is so, this is how fantastic our world is right now. 
the uh, members of the President Biden family, we all thought, we all thought, you know, three or four million dollars. Well, uh, Chairman James Comer suggested on Wednesday, the House Oversight Committee chairman. No, it's not like three or four million. No, no, no. The Biden family has pocketed somewhere around 40 to 50 million dollars. I know, before anybody says it, before just anybody. Golly! Surprise, surprise, surprise! (laughs) And he referred to the Biden family as organized crime. This This is what pisses me off the most about this family. This family is the most crooked family we've ever had in the White House. Yet they have pulled the wool over almost half of America's eyes. And I I don't know how. I don't know how people will still vote for anyone with the last name Biden. But these dipshits have outsmarted the entire system. Maybe that's, you know what, maybe, just maybe we figured it out. Power and ego is all these people want. They don't care about money. Power is more than money. Power makes money. Money doesn't necessarily make power. It helps. But if you already have the power, you are going to make any kind of money you want. And that's what these people care about. And they don't like looking stupid. That's the big thing. That is the big thing I've seen about people with these giant egos. I mean, we know some people. They don't like to be made to look stupid. Under And, and I mean in any way. They don't like jokes about them. They don't like anything. Their egos are so blown up and out of hand. And I think that's the way it is in Washington with a lot of these people. And maybe that's why they're allowing him to get away with it because this family outsmarted everybody and they are absolutely, they're like the Sopranos would be on the TV show In Living Color. They're a parody. Hunter leaves a laptop with over 9,000 photos of him smoking crack. He lies on a federal form to get a gun while his father is is trying to become the toughest president on guns ever. A man who used to stand up for fucking white-only schools in the 70s didn't want to integrate his school to make it an interracial jungle is now upset over the, the loss of affirmative action, which we will get to just next. This guy is making deals with foreign dignitaries for millions of dollars. How is this guy not in Leavenworth already? And it's got to be because they don't want to lose face. Maybe it's because everybody has made so much money from him. Nancy Pelosi is worth almost $100 million. 
How does how does a servant of ours make that much money? Um, some egos are so blown up they make my ex-wives and employees sign NDAs. Yes. And that's what this is. This is that that can be the that's the only explanation. That's the only explanation. This guy's running buck wild. I like to, you know, I like to party on Sundays, so I watch 60 Minutes sometimes. Because Murder She Wrote's not on anymore, that's why. And Matlock, oh, that's a that that's a memory of uh, of years gone by. You young kids, Google all that. But they're doing a story about the United States Navy, and I'm fascinated by our naval fleet and how we have, you know, all these these ships ready on the, the Pacific front uh, when it comes to China invading uh, Taiwan. And Chinese, they, they have these new missiles that, that are called, you know, carrier destroyers. We'll see if they work. I mean, you know, that's kind of scary to think about. But he was on the Nimitz. We've got so much badass shit. I don't know why other countries want to fuck with us. Well, I know why, because what they see on TV about us, us running around not knowing what bathroom to go to. A crooked-ass president that everybody knows is crooked as shit. You gotta know it. So now getting back to the whole affirmative action thing last week, and we, we, we've got a great listener mail about that coming up. Uh, so true, Arnie. We'll see if they work as they are all made in China. That's my only hope is that the wish company there was the lowest possible bidder. <laughs> that shit goes up, but it don't, come, or it, it don't go up. It just stays down. <laughs> oh, a couple stories about this stupid hit. There's this gal that used to work for ESPN named Jamel Hill. She's a very, very, uh, very politically driven, um, one issue driven person, and it wasn't sports. It was her agenda. She was a proud member of Black Lives Matter, and she is now accusing. Th- this is the part that gets me so fucking just. I I I don't even know what to say. She's accusing Asians of carrying the water for white supremacy for backing affirmative action. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say in his Chinaman way, a ding a ling a ching a chong a ching a chong choo. Asian Americans are praising the U.S. Supreme Court for declaring affirmative action to be unconstitutional. And Jamel Hill says uh, that carried water for white supremacy. So so we need an actual face of who, who brought this suit so we can accuse them of being the yellow face of white supremacy. Well, our... our, our, our I, I hate to have to explain this to you again. The white supremacist movement is not looking to diversify. Diversity is not a program that they have. They don't have 
Like, I, I, I don't know how white supremacy is run. If it's run like a corporation and you got a president of it and you got a vice president and you got a CEO and you get, yeah, I, I don't know if they sell stocks. Get a treasurer, sergeant of arms. Person that keeps the minutes. Secretary. But I don't think they have a director of diversity. I don't think that they they, they don't have they haven't have built that one in yet. The idea that we won't let kids in based on the color of their skin is racist. And that's what Harvard and a lot of Ivy League schools were doing to Asian students. They qualified for the schools. They overqualified for the schools, but the schools pretty much said... Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Now, I am sick and tired. I want to take the Morgan Freeman approach to everything. And this is the way I'm going to start looking at people. I just want to look at them as Americans. Now, I'm still going to keep my racial humor and stuff because picking on Asians is one of my favorite fucking pastimes to do. Picking on every nationality is one of my favorite pastimes to do. It just so happens that the wheel has landed on Asians. And we spent a year, and I keep talking about this all the time, about how NBC, you know, they, they, they gave us the... They're the ones who gave us the, um, and that was stopping Asian hate because we heard about all these hate crimes against Asian people. And now it seems that it's rearing its, its ugly head again because we're calling them the water carriers for white supremacy. Sawyer's dad says, good morning, Arnie. I think you're correct with the description of white power movement. If there's any question, ask the Democratic Party. (laughs) You're so right, Sawyer's dad. That is so funny. But it doesn't stop with Jamel Hill. No, it goes on to a person that we all fucking hate, Jen P. Sucky. That old fucking ginger rotten crotch former press secretary for the president. Before we got Captain Dipshit John Perry or John Pierre. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing, but there's a reason. Former White House Press Secretary and current MSNBC moron, Jen P. Sucky, claimed that Muslims opposed to LGBTQ ideology in schools are being manipulated by conservatives and, of course, white supremacists. No, they aren't. Did anybody pick up on the juiciness of that, what I just said about them? Did anybody pick up on the juiciness That these people can't think for themselves. Their minds are being manipulated by the evil white man. Fuck your mama. I mean, seriously. For the love of God. Please stop all this. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. 
took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Alicia, good morning to you. Says I wish I could. Uh, this is Gold. Says I wish I could see the video of the. Whites who went there years ago and taught them how to kill gays, right? I would pay $500 for AIG and Jen P. Sucky to get in a boxing ring for three minutes, please. Oh, I'd knock her out quick, man, because I don't want to be in there with that stench. She's no, You know she ain't going to be wearing nothing under them boxing shorts. She's going to try to kill me with that fucking that, that smell from parts unknown. Now, now. Let, let, let's go to the inside Arnie Brains Theater, shall we? Ooh, that's what we should call it, the inside the Arnie Brains Theater. I want to picture how this meeting would work. You're at a white supremacist meeting, and I, I'm, I'm betting there's a bunch of Hiles going on. There, You know, Leonard Skinner's probably playing. Let's get all the stereotypes in there, right? But lots of camo. And, and, and then some Muslims walk into the same room. I mean, is it Earl that says, Assalamu alaikum, motherfucker? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sit down. Oh, hey, I, I really admire your bomb-making skills. They're moustache. Hey, uh, you know, uh, we're looking to branch out a little bit. We really want to stop these here gays. Well, yes, we want to stop them, too. We do not like the gays. The gays are very, very bad. Very, very bad. We want, we want to stop them, but, but we, don't, we, we, we think that sometimes, no, 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 you, you can't think that way. You can't think that way. You can't think there's no butts. We got to get rid of them. If we put butts in there, well, that means butts. There's more butts for them gays to, to fornicate with. Oh, yes. They like the butt stuff, yes. <laughs> they talk about white supremacy so much it feels like they want to join. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, Jen P. That's just like almost, almost verbatim what that college girl wrote last week, or that girl that was a prominent member of the Biden campaign, who says, "With affirmative action going away, no black person will ever achieve anything again." Huh? What? So black people didn't achieve anything without affirmative action. Are you kidding me? When they're when they're trying, when they're losing, that's when you get to see their real side come out. Jen P. Sucky right there just showed how fucking racist she is. She doesn't think that Muslim people can think for themselves. And by the way. If a lonely, fucking disgruntled radio employee turned podcast host can fucking get that out in about 10 seconds when I see that story, don't you think everybody else is going to say the same thing, Jen P. Sucky? You dumb fucking cunt. We're we're bringing that word back to America. I mean, the Brits have used cunt for too long. Earl talks about raising goats while Hassan talks about fucking them. <laughs> uh, what kind of, you know, uh, 
Well, boy, this year it's going to be tough, man. We got about 600 goats. Oh, you have goats? Do you have female or male goats? I like the goats. I like the way they, they, they make sounds when you're thrusting. Well, I don't know what you use them for. I'll sell them to you. I don't care. Teach their own. Except the gays, of course. How about that? They say, well, to each their own, except the gays. Yes, to each their own, except the gays. They cannot have their own. Yep. MLK rose up and fought for rights without violence or affirmative action. Oh, he'd be spinning his grave for affirmative action. He didn't want that. He wanted a fair shot. And you can't blame him for that. He wanted a fair shot. That's all. No leg up in the system, no, no, no advan no no advantages. And like I said, I have a list of mail. We're gonna talk more about this. Arnie, they don't care. Kamala's busy getting internet equality put in the constitution so they can control information. Uh, look, look, look. Sorry's dad, here's the thing. They have wanted control of the internet since the internet blew up. They have wanted the internet has has caused so much strife to these people with power. Remember how earlier I was saying the people with power don't like to be embarrassed? Well, that's why they've invested millions and millions and millions and billions of dollars in all these internet companies themselves to battle all the actual truth about them out there as misinformation. Because they don't want to lose face. Because if they lose face, they lose power. And losing power is, is something that they can't handle because power is fucking so, so addictive. We like using sheep intestine condoms, Earl. We like to remove them from the sheep first. <laughs> now, uh, we have to go back and talk about goddamn Bud Light again. Over the weekend, there was a uh, there was a WWE. You know, I, I I got a real quick thing here, d- d- just real quick. Just just re- July is supposed to be not only Braddy Kid Birthday Month. I said it there, but it's supposed to be like America. Why is it that we have Wimbledon and the British Open and the Tour de France all happening right around Fourth of July? I know British Open ain't until July 20th or 23rd, whatever. But still, that's bullshit. This is our month. Why I got to watch Wimbledon on 4th of July? I've always wanted to go off on that. Sorry. Had to go off on that. So Bud Light's done it again. Before I get to what they've done, I was telling you about WWE. They were over in Great Britain on 4th of July weekend. Had their little money in the bank. Wasn't bad. It was all right. Yeah. Six and a half, seven out of ten, maybe. Yeah, well, it wasn't the greatest. Wasn't horrible. Wasn't, you know, it's a placeholder. And I noticed something that I haven't noticed a lot with when it comes to WWE, like pay per views and stuff. A lot of them are sponsored by a lot of really family-friendly uh, products. Sunny Delight, 
Tostitos, stuff like that. This one was sponsored by Bud Light. I, I, I mean, I, I, and and by the way, it caught me off guard. I saw it. I was like, "Whoa, wait a second! Was, was that Bud Light?" First of all, because from my knowledge of WWE, they don't do a lot of sponsorships with alcohol companies. I could be wrong. But I can't remember, like, like on USA Network, of course, they're probably going to end up playing that stuff there. But, like, to actually sponsor the, the money in the bank? What do Sexton Canoe and Bud Light have in common? They're both close to water. <laughs> I found it very odd, it, and I wonder how much Bud Light had to pay. I hope the WWE fucking stuck it to them. Bud Light England's beer? No shit, right? But Bud Light has uh, released yet another. That's right, another commercial, this time with Uber guy himself. Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. No, this is not it. Sitting down in a lawn chair. So, uh, a bunch of guys that are just sitting down in chairs, grunting. That 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 that's your win back campaign. That that cannot be real. Somebody has got to have sent this to me as a joke. Just like other shows used to only have quality sponsors and now shit product ones, yeah. Um, that, that That's not real. No, no this, is, this can't be real. Hold on a second. Let's go back to the beginning. did Travis Kelsey get paid for that? I hope Travis Kelsey, I, I really hope that possibly, may, may, look, if he likes that beer, that's great. Maybe they can outfit his whole house with it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Bud Light. Executive, CEO, dumb shit. They, they, just just hear me out. He's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, he's just I, a great I, guy and right? really uh, very, listen, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous woman. memory mm -hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Thank you, you're out. I appreciate you trying to sell me there. Oh, God, please say those SNL skits with Jason Sudeikis calling Wimbledon and having to read those commercials. Those wouldn't be what they have to actually play at Wimbledon. Uh, you mean, hold on a second here. Let me see if I can find one of those. Uh, take this out here. Um, is it under V? I think it's under this. I hope this is it. Hey, you also gotta love tonight's sponsor, Gynalotrimin Vaginal Cream. <laughs> when you got something fungal deep down in your lady jungle, Gynalotrimin 
vaginal cream. Or we could always go with just this one. From Bo Derek to Susan Lucci, it's the brand the stars use to clean their coochie. <laughs> um, Bud Light, CEO of Bud Light, please hear me out. The only chance you have, this is the only shot you have. I promise you this. Because especially when I need read the next story about what you have done. Maybe not you personally, but your company. You allowed this to happen. The buck stops with you. Blah, blah, blah. Fall on the sword. Apologize to America. Now, are you going to to piss off the, the, the LGB? I'm seeing so many. That's it. The official sponsor of Horror Island. Fantastic. That is so funny. Um, you, people are not coming back to you. No, no matter how hard you try, they, they aren't coming back because you keep putting these asinine commercials on the air. The first one of the Clydesdale running across America. I don't remember what the second one was, but then the third one had everybody being idiots who drinks beer. And now this one? Comedy is not your friend right now. Comedy can't help you through this. You can't funny your way out of this. You're not that good. Got to fall on the sword. And yes, the, that, that community might be angry with you, but once again, it's 10%. You're marketing, you're worried about 10% of the market. And I know it'll have ramifications with others because they think that you're caving and doing this. But you are a business. And because you haven't done anything like that, how about this happens? Two bottling plants have had to cut production and lay off close to 700 people Due to the decline of Bud Light. Those are people I never even thought of. I never even thought of those people. I've thought about delivery drivers. I've thought about, you know, plant managers, bottling plant managers, the drivers. And they have a commercial like that running now for Anheuser-Busch. It's not Bud Light, but there's a lot of Bud Light in the commercial, you see. And they're trying to tell, well, I'm a delivery driver. I'm this, I'm that. Yeah, yeah. these are the people that are being affected by your stupid-ass decision not to apologize. Apologize and it goes, it doesn't go away because it's been too long, but maybe it stops. Maybe, if you fall on the sword. See, I I would rather shoot for the maybe because otherwise it's not going to stop. The backlash will continue. And you're going to end up going out of business of Bud Light. 
Uh, Bud needs to throw out all their upper people because they're all clearly idiots. Well, yeah, once again, but see, here, here's the thing, Alicia. Remember I was talking about power? These people at Anheuser-Busch, look, Budweiser is humongous. Humongous is an understatement as far as a corporation goes. These guys have so much corporate power. These are the guys that go to those weird-ass retreats in Northern California where they pray to crows and shit like that. They chant and they do all kinds of stuff. Have human sacrifices, allegedly. These guys are those guys. And the reason why they won't apologize once again because they get shit on their face. Because it shows they failed. Once again, once again, it doesn't matter who you are. It does. I'm not reciting a a, 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 a a Backstreet Boys song. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. Okay? If you fuck up bad enough, like Bud Light fucked it, you have to apologize. You, you, and if you don't, if you keep deferring, People ain't going to care about you. You're no longer relevant. The end. Triple Mom says, last time I spoke to our uh, sales rep, he sounded so defeated. Our business went from weekly deliveries from Bud to once a month. It's unbelievable. Oh, I, I believe it. I totally believe it. And you're going to see more. Look, you're going to see the ramification of this go so, so deep. What about all the gasoline that those trucks aren't buying now because they're only delivering once a week instead of or once every two weeks or whenever? They aren't driving anymore. People aren't getting their hours. So that means they're buying less products out there, whether it be groceries or whatever. They're buying less because they don't have enough money. See how this all trickles down? I know a lot of people hate the whole idea of the trickle-down theory of economics, but this is showing it right here how it works. When the big bosses, they fuck up bad, they aren't hurt. They're protected. They've still got millions upon millions. They've got what are called golden parachutes when they fucking get fired, meaning they don't have to ever do anything again, and they're still going to get paid about $14 million a year from that company as a pension. Those CEOs and stuff, they don't give a fuck about the underlings. And and in a way, I get, I understand. I'm not trying to be a dick here to them or to the underlings, but of course they don't. I one of my favorite things that comes out every year is when they bitch and moan about how much the CEO of McDonald's makes compared to a a, a brand new line cook or a, a first day employee. Oh, the 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 pay disparity. It well because you're going CEO against a fry kid. Of course, the CEO is going to make more. The CEO is more respond. He's more. He has more to be responsible for. He's not just responsible for making their making sure there's salt in the fucking fries. Of course, he's going to get paid more. It's such a stupid story to put out there. And every single year it comes out what the CEO of Cracker Barrel makes compared to a a, 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 a hostess. Come on. 
So we're going to start paying hostesses at Cracker Barrel now the same that we pay the CEO. That makes sense. I saw some asshole. They were talking about Twitter the other on some TV thing about how Twitter is, like, charging now and doing this and doing that. And I'm sitting there, and people are getting butthurt over this. And I'm like, it's fucking Twitter. Well, I pay the I I I pay for the service because you know it's really important to me. Blah blah blah. It's social media. How's it important to you? I mean, I like it because I control the shit out of people. It's so important to me, man. This is and 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 one guy goes, uh, it's important to me, but you know if I have to start paying for it, this just shows the. Uh, the disparagency disparagency between the wealthy and the non-wealthy in our society. I'm like, no, it's social media, dickhead. It's free. And if they want to charge for it, so be it. It's his company. Then easily don't use it. Use the new Facebook thing that's coming out. Dipshit. God, I swear to God, our country is fucking dying. I knew I, I, I told you I wasn't going to get all serious. And I'm not being serious. I'm trying to have fun with this because it's, it's just so asinine to me. People are belly aching over fucking Twitter. Man, I might not be able to use Twitter anymore. Fucking fantastic. Great. Live in the now. Now, sticking with the whole transcontinental lifestyle. I got two more stories for this segment because they're just so stupid. Oh, I know what I want. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I need to type something in. Mm-hmm. Now, now. Don't we remember the old TV show, The Sopranos? We all remember that show. When it, 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 it followed the life of some uh, waste management uh, fellas in New Jersey that just so happened to be a part of Los Costros Nostra. You know, the mob. And there was Tony, and there's Polly Wall. Polly Walnut's still one of my all-time favorite tertiary characters on any show of all time. It might be a first ball job. Yeah, of course. How long did it take for the guy to come? (laughs) (laughs) You had, you know, you had all these wonderful characters, and then you had his dim-witted, stupid fucking nephew, Christopher. Christopher. Who was always getting in trouble. He wanted to be a Hollywood director. He shot heroin up. He ended up, you know, his girlfriend talking to the feds, and they had a killer. Spoiler alert. The actor's name is Michael Imperioli. He's been in a bunch of mob-type things, a bunch of very stereotypical things for him. Well, he decided to come out last week after the Supreme Court ruled that a graphic design artist did not have to do the invitations for a gay wedding or something along that line. And I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I thought about it. There's been a precedent set already. I don't know why this case went to the Supreme Court, but the precedent had been set with a bakery, I believe in Colorado, that didn't want to bake a wedding cake 
for a gay fu- wedding. Now, I, I look, 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 here's the thing. And, and we found out that there was more than one bakery in that town. Before we got all sensitive and we we legislated things based on actual facts, not feelings, and litigated things on the same, we were way better off. Because every time somebody gets their feelings hurt by somebody, we open up a court case. And it was about a bakery that did not want to participate in a gay wedding because they had religious beliefs. Now, in that First Amendment, we are guaranteed our religious freedoms, no matter what they are, okay? We got to let Tom Cruise get away with fucking religious freedom with his craziness. We got Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on doors next to the fucking, the the Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints fellers and gals. You have the right to that. You have the right to believe what you want to believe. If you if you you can you can pretty much do anything in this world except violate another's rights. As long as you don't violate someone else's rights or break the rules of society, you're going to be just fine. But now because you hurt somebody's feelings, you got to go to court. And the Supreme Court had ruled that the bakery did not have to, in fact, bake a cake for them. So now I don't know why this is a graphic designer who's getting taken to court for it. But the same thing happened and people are losing their minds. Oh, your religion can't spew hate. It's not spewing hate. They don't want to get rid of you. They just don't want to be a part of your day. And why would you want them? I'm going to tell you this right now. If the Supreme Court told me that I had a bakery, that I had to bake a cake against my will for a, for a wedding, I'm going to tell you right here and right now, <laughs> is going in there. Uh, probably. Kapuya, kapuya. Yeah, I, I'm going to be kapuya in it in there, spitting. There are going to be tons of snot rockets in that cake. Why would you want a cake from me? To prove you won? Well, when I give you tomain poisoning for my feces in there, I, I hope you don't mind that I won the end battle. I gave you dysentery. Cowboys Girl says, just go to a different bakery. But see, that right there, once again, go to a different bakery, that's using too much sense. That's meaning that, okay, th- this is the way I'd look at it. If I walked into a place and they say, we don't serve... Guys that wear wrestling T-shirts. I'd be looking at it, and I'm like, wearing my Steiner Brothers T-shirts? I'd be like, all right, well, you're a fucking idiot. And I'd never go back to that place again. I would never go back there. And if anybody asked me about that place, I would say, that place fucking sucks. That place is horseshit. What I'm not going to do is run to a lawyer and say, excuse me, I was wearing a wrestling T-shirt at a restaurant I went to, and they said they don't serve people that wear wrestling shirts. I want to sue them because they are infringing on my rights. 
Now, if I go to enough lawyers, of course I will find one, and I will go all the way to the Supreme Court so I can have a sandwich there that they stick their nuts in. Well, Michael Imperioli has come out and thanked the Supreme Court for allowing him to discriminate as he's banned bigots and homophobes from watching his work. Really? You don't want bigots and homophobes to watch your work. Work like this? Let me ask you a question. Before we cornered you in the porta potty when the security guard was sucking him off... Well, once it, it was the other way around. What? Vito was blowing the security guard. Son of a bitch! Catching, not pitching. He's not going to know I told you? You ain't going to have no problem from Vito. Believe me. That's Paulie. What are you going to do? It'll be okay. Get him to pay for some therapy. Well, look, why don't you, uh, why don't you 12 front, have a sandwich? get yourself a sandwich, any kind you like, huh? Soda. And, uh, How about some we're done here, ribbon? Somebody will take you back. All right. I want to kill the fat faggot myself. Be a fucking honor. Well, boy, well, boy, that line really does hit now. When Michael Imperioli says he doesn't want homophobes watching his work. <laughs> I want to kill the fat faggot myself. Be a- did, did he maybe not recall doing that role? Did he come out with an apology statement for that role yet? I'm just wondering. Just wondering. I don't know. I I haven't seen anything. You know what? Hey, hey, Michael Imperioli, get off your fucking high horse. Realize that your 15 minutes came and gone. I guess you're directing now, and hey, that's good. Stay behind the camera. Because you remember all those shitty tequila commercials you did? Yeah, still hate you for that. All right, last story here. Good God almighty. I can't make this stuff up, people. I keep telling you, if I could make this stuff up, I'd be on strike in Hollywood right now. Ah, boy. I got to get the right music up for this because, yes, I plan on going to hell. The California Reparations Task Force... Swing low, Swing low sweet is asking for the Democratic-controlled state legislator to eliminate interest on past-due child support as well as any back child support for debt for black residents of the state. So what 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 you're saying is that you you want deadbeat dads let off the hook? Free at last! Free at last! 
In a report released last week, the group claimed discriminatory laws have torn African-American families apart and that one effect of the harms caused by the disproportionate amount of African-Americans who are burdened with child support debt. You're burdened with child support debt? But what did you think was going to happen when you fucked without a Jimmy on? Hmm? The nearly 11-page document stated that the black Californians represent a larger percentage of those who owe child support debt than their proportion of the state's population. So, my sound effects are on point today. Well, thank you. No, no, no. They, they don't necessarily, no, 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 not swoosh. They don't want to punish black women because we don't know what women are. Women are just non-men. Remember that. Who they're punishing, let's all remember who they're punishing. They're punishing the children. Now, I, I know there's some bad baby mamas out there that take that child support and they use it for their, their long nails and their Louis Vuitton bags and their Gucci shoes. I already know that. But then there are some really, really desperate single moms out there who look need that check so they can buy, I don't know, formula, so they can buy <gasps> diapers, so they can buy <gasps> food. And what the reparations society is saying to those kids is, fuck you. This is the, the California Reparations Society to all kids who are affected. Yes! Yes! Fuck you too! Oh, I think this is a wonderful idea. Let men off of their responsibility. We're just going to wipe out all the past if you promise to start paying next week. Hey, Visa, MasterCard, have you thought of that? You'd get me back as a customer. And then when you have to redo that exact same thing in another five, ten years, yeah, I'll be doing the same thing then. Arnie Ferrari signing out. If you don't take, uh, take off on your kids, you won't have to pay child support, right? I mean... It amazes me. It truly amazes me, the stupidity of our world. Oh, but we got listener mail coming up next. Okay. Um, your sound effects are on point today. Thank you. Thank you so much. My birth father disappeared and never paid child support. Stockton, I know. California found him when I was 18 and made him pay like 50K, which he had. I can't imagine if they'd been like, never mind, your debt is forgiven, sir. Yeah. That, and that's what they want to do now, but only for black residents. It rise, you would have been fine. You would have been A-OK. They're still going to make they still gonna make the crackers pay. Crackers might have to pay double. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler as well. Uh, Trumpet of Lord, she'll sound a time, she'll be no more. 
And the morning breaks eternal bright and fair And when the saved on earth shall gather over on the other shore And the rose calling yonder, I'll be there When the Stepping, 
your thong. Summer's Eve. There you go. Douche. Now, Greg, can you... Oh, it's so funny. All right. Uh, before we get into listener mail, there was a crazy event that happened on a flight. I guess it was headed to Vegas or... Uh... Oh, no, they went to Orlando. Okay, shocking that this happened going to Florida. But a woman on a flight to Florida was kicked off because she allegedly saw something. I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that that motherfucker back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. I like I like the random people that chime up. Bye. I that you know why I like them because that would be me. All right, see ya. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. You, you got to get a chirp in there. You got to you got to get at least one chirp in there when you got a crazy person ranting on the and I believe it was Carrot Top that that was on. The, no, seriously the the. "Quote unquote comedian carrot top." Choose the ideal. No, uh, he was he was uh he filmed it and then he had this to say afterwards. Hi everyone, I uh, just want to let you know I made it home. Uh, <laughs> I'm in my bed. This is what it would be like laying next to me in my bed. Come here, come here, come here. Um, yeah, I give uh, my hats off to everyone at American Airlines uh, today for ha- how they handled the situation. That fucking nut job just lost her mind in front of the whole plane. And uh, five hour later, uh, we're here in Orlando. And uh, I hope you're having a uh, relaxing evening behind bars in Dallas, Texas. And uh, oh, she hope was you enjoyed your little stunt. It reminds me of the... Uh, the Eddie Murphy movie where he walks in and says, All right. She was clearly having some kind of break. Hopefully she received some help. I don't think she was trying to be a Karen or anything. No, she just lost her mind. That's all. She just lost her mind. I don't know if it was a stunt. Oh, yeah, she she had a mental break. Yeah, And, and, and she probably did get arrested because, you know, that, that you can't do that on a flight. And like you said, I hope she's getting the help she needs or... At least I hope she's on the next flight that I take somewhere. All right, everybody, it is that time. Uh, every Wednesday, uh, we uh, read. I, I read your letters that you send to me, and you guys sent me some great letters uh, over over the break. And so we will read them here and now. But first, I got to tell you uh, that listener mail is sponsored to you each and every week by our dear dear friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, God, the rest. Oh, man, I just heard about them. It's bad. The rest, they like to show up at your house unannounced, a cold call, if you will. And they say they have a great special. And that special is you give us your senior citizens and we won't impregnate your livestock the old-fashioned way. That's right. They're talking about raping livestock. If you don't hand over senior citizens so they can make transitional porn for those terrible, terrible Shittistan princes, which, by the way, they're filming the entire thing for. You know who doesn't like the Shittistan princes? My friend Jesse at JS Force. He doesn't want anything to do with that. He's weirded out by all of it. 
And he definitely does not want to impregnate any of your livestock. Once again, things I know for a fact. My friend Jesse at JS Floors is not a human trafficker, and he does not want to forcibly have sex with livestock. He wants to put in great floors for you. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, I'm I'm pretty proud of that one. That That one was pretty good. That one made me feel real good. Almost as good as what I'm about to do because our first letter is from Barry, and Barry needs help. And that means we get to sing. Uh, this morning, I, I, I was going to do, because um, I've been getting a lot of text messages, a lot of people really like the uh, I'm Still Arnie song, so we're going to do that one second. But I, I wanted to do a shorter one first, and I thought to myself, wait a second, I need to add a verse to this. Arnie, do you work for the rest? You brag about fucking cows. Uh, I just do that for my own pleasure, Battleborn. That, that, I don't do that for anybody but me. So, ladies and gentlemen, the world premiere of the second verse of Amazing Grace. We'll do the first one first, and then we'll do the second one. pretty proud of that one though but not as proud as i am of this one this one could take over uh, country roads is my favorite i know a lot of people like the radio gaga scott says grammy award winning thank you this one this song could be get me the egot they, they, they could base a movie after me and i win the oscar this will be the the title song so i'm gonna win that i'm gonna win a grammy for it they'll they'll do a play about me 
and then a TV show about me, and then we'll, we'll, we'll win it all, all based on this song right here. By the way, singing with the dip in. It's time to pay for what you did. Said I was a photo booth at a Chuck E. Cheese. Big ass mistake. Not your biggest one. You underestimated me this whole time. Look what I've done. I am still weekend and uh, there was a post on the super fans page that I asked to be edited on there um it looks like they they, they, they aren't and and good okay so you know whatever, whatever they're going through I I just say haha pretty much so there you go that's my response to them now we gotta get to lay the, the mail here uh this one first one is from Barry it says dear Arnie 
I am needing your expert insight on a matter I'm sure you have to. You see, I'm an avid comic book collector. And I mean I collect comics. Valuable ones, crappy ones. I know I have at least 2,000. Holy shit. Here's where it's tricky. My wife hates them, but I can't get rid of them. As I know you collect things like hats and shirts, have you ever run into this? Keep up the great show. Yes, Barry, I do run into this. Hold on, I got to let Bubba in. Bubba's knocking on the damn door. Come on, Bub. Now you're going to stay in here now, stupid. And no barking. Um, Braddy Kid has afforded me the, the service to collect my hats and collect my T-shirts. By the way, 4T5 printing. Sent me some shirts this weekend. I, I, I'm going to wear one tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a T-shirt day. They, they're amazing. 4T5printing.com. Check them out. Thank you again to Chaz, man, who's on vacation. Hope he's enjoying his vacation. Um, but, uh, yes, I, I collect it. And Bray Kid just doesn't understand. Show why I love T-shirts. I've been wearing T-shirts my whole career. Love awful T-shirts. My, my, my greatest fascination is wrestling T-shirts. I love wrestling T-shirts. I've got about 125 T-shirts. I know I have at least 100 letter A hats. So here's the deal. With your wife, just just keep them out of her sight. I have I have a I have a closet full of T-shirts that she don't have to see, and then I got a studio full of hats that she ain't got to see. Don't leave your comic books all over the house. Don't mortgage everything for a comic book. I understand your collection and it's important to you, and you 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 collecting things is important to you. I get it. I understand it, and and you can't make other people understand. You can try, but they aren't going to get it. And this is this goes out to whatever anybody collects. It could be comic books. It could be fucking. It's got to be something decent, though. You can't just collect like like rocks you find on the street. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yes, I'm judging. But whatever your collectibles are. By the way, don't let it dominate your time. Don't let it affect you. If she don't like them, then. Then she doesn't have to see him. And by the way, whatever you do, don't try to win her over with him. Don't try to say, "Oh, well, if you just tried this comic, that, that it ain't gonna work. That ain't her thing." And 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 Brandy Kid has stuff that that I don't get, but it's her thing. And I go, "Okay, cool." Like hard work, I don't get it. <laughs> she busts her ass all the time. I don't get it. Relax. But that's what drives her. I like T-shirts. I like hats. Those are things that make me happy. Uh, I'm so fun. I collect rocks while on hikes. Jesus, of course you do. Especially if the rock you collect is Dwayne Johnson. That's kidnapping. That would be. That would be terrible. You cannot collect that rock. And by the way, fuck you, Kevin Nash, for coming out and saying L.A. Knight is the ripoff of the rock. By the way, the rock is a ripoff of fucking Dusty Rhodes. And Ric Flair and the Wild Samoans and his daddy, Rocky Johnson Sr. He's a ripoff of all that, too. Everything's been done, Kevin Nash. 
your shitty character of standing stiff in a ring and raising your right leg, you are not that athletic. So don't even try to say that you're this pillar of professional wrestling. You could barely cut a promo worth of shit. Thank God. Thank God they teamed you with a guy that you that could cut promos. Hey, yo. Oh, that, that when I saw that, because I like L.A. Knight. I, I think L.A. Knight is all right. He's funny. He, and, and by the way, he has the crowd behind him. Don't sing it. Bring it. I'm willing to carry the extra weight to bring them home to put them in my garden. Jesus, you are so just. No story applies to you, Cowboys girl. Okay, you want to collect rocks, you collect rocks and carry them around. It's fine. But it's okay to collect your shit. Just put it in a place where she doesn't have to see it. Don't ram it down her throat. The only thing I collect is Legos and cleaning soap. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. That is all. All right, next one up here. I I, I hope that helped you, buddy. I, I really do hope that helped you. If not, uh, you know, if you got any real, real, you know, fancy dancing ones, you can you can hand it over to Warren for his birthday. It's coming up. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. Holy shit, man, you cannot. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I should give him the, the appropriate one. The uh... Holy shit. Yeah, that one right there. Uh, man. You cannot, and I say cannot speak to the whales while I'm drinking my coffee. My girlfriend saw me spit it all over the windshield. I did it. Got a spit take from somebody. And she thought I was having a seizure. That's from Alan. Uh, last week, Tommy and I, Tommy was in on uh, Friday last week. And we were talking about the, the submarine. And we got to talk a little bit more about the submarine because... A subway store just in Georgia destroyed the internet, and it that the definition of comedy. We'll we'll talk about it in a little bit, but Tommy and I were talking about it, and I was like, the orcas were talking to him, and the whales were like, and I had Tommy, I had Tommy rolling on that, and if I can get Tommy rolling, I know how good it is. So, uh, Alan, I I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. That you did a spit take. That is like the greatest fucking compliment in the world. And over the the stupid, goofy, the whale, the whale talking. I I like doing the whale talking. Every once in a while, I pull a gym out here and there. (laughs) The whales talking to the submarine. Oh, God, that whole submarine thing. I I can't believe we're still talking about it, but we are. And Listen up, it's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, why are people so mad over the two things I've been reading about lately? <sighs> Let's see. We're being told that we have to actually earn things instead of just being pushed to the front of the line for things that we can't control, like pigmentation, body parts being right or left-handed, blue or green eyes. How dare they? And now dare they ask for ID to vote? Oh, the humanity. Oh, wait. Can you do it like they do in the movies? Oh, the humanity. That's from Susan. 
Susan's talking about uh, the Supreme Court deciding to get rid of affirmative action, making it where you get stuff based on merit. I know, isn't that kooky? Isn't that wild saying you have to earn stuff in this country? What? Now, 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 come on. Golly. Come on. You can't make us earn stuff. you got to hand it to us. We're entitled to this. And secondly, vote, ID to vote. What are you? I don't understand. And, and because, and we've squashed the thing that black people can't get IDs. We've, we've squashed that. That is a non sequitur. That is not real. What's the problem with voter ID? Don't you want to make sure the election is on the up and up and the people that are voting are the ones that are supposed to be voting? What's wrong with voter ID? And by the way, if you pull a dipshit move and get an absentee ballot and mail that in on your way to the ballot box and then you show up to the polling center and vote again, that's double voting, that's voter fraud. And I think that if you used your ID... We're going to catch those people, and then we throw those people in jail. You see how that works? I know it's logical. Voter ID is racist. No, it's not. None of this is racist. Can you just stop? Making people earn things is racist. Letting people into a college because they earn their way into college, that's racist. See, I think what was racist was we didn't let those people in colleges because they earned so much because of the color of their skin. And it wasn't black this time. How many schools allowed black kids in that didn't qualify for that school so they could fit quotas? Now, who is that helping? Because what happens to a lot of those people? When they can't get into a college, but affirmative action allows them into college, they get left behind, and then they end up leaving said college. So now, instead of putting somewhere in that college that can actually do something and make something of themselves, you've taken a spot away from. Bravo. Bravo. Way to go. Way, way, way to advance mediocrity to its finest position in America in years. Let me ask you all this question. You know how we, we rank in the somewhere in the 20s when it comes to education. And, and it's really sad that we rank in the 20s in the world when we spend more than the rest of the world combined on education. Yet that's not enough for some people in the education fields. I don't know what we're spending it on. Oh, administrators? Yeah, that's what we're doing, yeah. We're not giving it to the teachers. We're not giving it to the schools. We're sure as shit not giving it to the students. All that lottery money. Um. Do you think that they give a fuck about diversity in China? Do you think that they get it? Because there probably ain't a whole lot, and they ain't going to be pushing it forward there. 
Because everybody there is going to be looking the same. What about India? You think they give a shit about diversity in India in the schools? Oh, you're 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 behind. Oh, well, you know what? We're gonna let you catch up. No, no, you get behind in the class. Guess what? You left. You're left out. Bye. See ya. We're the ones that baby everybody along. We're the ones that go. They're there. They don't do that shit. But, hey, this is the America that you want to live in. I saw it going downhill a long, long time ago. And I, I, I can equate it to, to this moment. At, at one of my, my more famous moments that I almost had a – it was one of my first times I almost had a fucking meltdown on somebody. Um, this is when I first started in radio. We decided, you know what, it would be a good idea if us, the morning show, and this is when I was Arnie the intern – if we managed a Little League baseball team. Now, looking back on it, it's very weird that three guys in their, well, one guy in his 30s, two guys in their early 20s wanted to help out younger kids. But we wanted to help. And so we became manager of this baseball team. And let me just say, and they were like 13 and 14 years old, and there's a couple on this this team that was supposed to be a decent, like, level of baseball. I played baseball my entire life. When I was 13, I didn't have a kid on my team that couldn't hit the ball. Well, we we didn't really even know how to – we had a couple of those kids on our team. They didn't even know how to hit. Kid almost ran to third base. I'm not kidding. But we had this one kid who would show up for practice late every time. We'd make him run. I mean, that, that's what you did. You made kids ready. If you were ever late for practice when I was growing up, you ran. Is this thing working? Chat not working today? Or am I not interesting? Um, but if you late for practice, you'd run because you had to be on time. You were late for a game. You had to run after the game. Well, this little motherfucker show up late for every practice. He was our second baseman because he was the littlest kid on the team. We just, that's where all the little guys go, second base. And we're like, we can't do infield if you're not here because you're our second baseman. So we made him run, made him run a couple times. Then mama came to practice, big old fat mama. She's, and she wanted to be one of the real housewives of Reno. She was really one of the, one of the real housewives of Sun Valley. She's like, uh, you know, uh, young Chaz, or whatever his name was, uh, he likes to ride dirt bikes after school. And we, we, we have him ride dirt bikes after school. And that's why he's late for practice, because he's riding dirt bikes. Now, being a 22 or 23-year-old hothead at that time, who played a lot of baseball growing up, who had a lot of practices, who would not fucking, I would not have a coach that stood for that. She was Arnie's inspiration to get false teeth. Pretty, pretty well, yeah, yeah, her, my grandmother, and my dad. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he, he's going to ride his dirt bike after school. I was like, okay, well, he's never going to start again. And then I was told to, like, walk away. I was like, are you kidding me? The team doesn't come first? Why sign up for the fucking league then? 
And that's the mentality that these kids have because mommy and daddy are going to be there to protect them. No, no, no. You don't have to be on time. And, oh, they're going to make you run laps? Well, mommy will talk to them for you. Oh, I, I'm sure that kid is fucking working a glory hole somewhere in the fucking northern Nevada region right now. Good Christ almighty. But it's, it, it, it's this ongoing stupidity that we have, and it starts there, and it starts with paid parents. You're raising adults. You aren't raising children. You're raising adults. Teach them how to pay attention. Christ almighty. By the way, tomorrow... I think it's going to be tomorrow. We'll have a little update. We'll have a little update tomorrow because we got a big party this weekend. Huge party this weekend. Uh, all right, all right. Enough with that one. Uh, uh, next one here. Let's see. Let's get back to the mail sound effect, shall we? Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Ari, I was wondering with all the talk of your old shows, I was wondering, do you have any good time stories that w- when you worked with them? I know it couldn't have all been bad. Could it? That's from Mike. No, 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 no. Of course not. It was not all bad. There, there, was, there were a lot of great times that we had. Uh, I mean, I recently talked about the bus. I love taking the bus trips with people back when I was drinking. After I got done drinking, I didn't like the bus trips that much anymore. But we did have a lot of fun. I mean, I mean, it was it was a great time in my life. I there's I will never ever say anything bad about that time. That time was fantastic. From about 1996 until 26, 2015, we had an amazing. Actually, 1993. 92, 92, 90, 92 into 93, 1992 to 2015. That's a run. And we had so many good times. So many good times. We had so many, like the, the first building we were in, we used to get in so much trouble. Well, not really trouble, but we would, <laughs> when I did, a, and I know this wasn't when I was with the, this is before the, the, the morning show really had happened. Doing the overnight show, I used to... <laughs> we, would, we would sometimes call, like, pizza places because we were hungry. Uh, is this guy a regular listener? You talk about good times. I know you had uh, H-E-L-L-A fun. Oh, but like I, we would, uh, we would order pizzas. We say, "Oh yeah, we'll trade you stuff." We're at the radio station. Man, they would bring us fucking pizzas, right? One night we didn't have anything because, like, they had locked the prizes up. <laughs> so we went down to this like area, this like conference room that was downstairs of our old old building on Sutro. And there was this old shitty cooler, this old styrofoam KOZZ cooler. And there was like a frisbee and maybe like an old shirt from like a state, like cat country shirt. So we put the frisbee and the t-shirt in this shitty cooler and the guy fucking shows up with the pizza, hands it to us, we go, here you go. And we fucking just close the door, locks it right on it. 
we would uh, we would often uh, order cabs. There's a high school right across the street from us that had this huge parking lot, Hug High School in Reno. And we would order cabs. I would order one and the guy at the other radio station because we would work overnights. And back then, you had people in there. And uh, he and I would order cabs to the high school across the way. And we would watch the cabs drive in circles around. We'd turn all the lights in the building off. Uh. But, yeah, I mean, those were fun times. Uh, I'll never forget with the the first week that we decided to um, infiltrate the show. Uh, Well, I'll I'll tell you the whole story here. So the whole story is that um, a certain scab and I were off to a really, really great start when we flipped formats from country to rock. And we hit the market, and, and I was nervous when ratings came out because they were talking about bringing Howard Stern to the market. They were doing all this kind of stuff because they, they kind of knew that we had really, really good chemistry together. So we took over the morning show. First ratings book out, we're number one. And we're number one big. And... Uh, so we're pretty excited, and the, the show's continuing, and we're, 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 we're plateauing. In the, next, in the next ratings, we're still number one, but we haven't gained. And that's when I'm, I'm asked a question. And I'll never forget, this is hand-to-God shit here. When I was asked, what do you think about adding a female to the show? And my response was this, as a 23 or 4-year-old. I said, that's cool. Just make sure she's hot. That's exactly what I said. And Scab went off. And, and, and here's the thing. I never got to interview anybody. They're coming on my show, but I didn't get to interview anybody. And there are a couple people that were interviewed. One, one person who's a friend of mine to this day uh, in radio she, uh, she worked weekends in Vegas by taking her clothes off. I was like, well, there's my choice. But that wasn't the choice because she wasn't very good. And I'll never forget when Scab came back to me. He goes, I think I found somebody for the show. And I said, okay. I go, sweet. Do I get to meet him? And uh, he's like, well, you know her already. And I all of a sudden, I, I just got this this. this this sucker punch feeling in my gut. And I looked at him, I said, what was my request? He goes, well, I, I couldn't just hire somebody because they were hot. I go, are you going to hire <laughs> This is before she was <laughs> He goes, He goes, yeah, because she says she can take it. And I said, she says she can take it. Because we, were, we, we weren't really that rough on each other. We were rough on her in the building. Because we had worked with her previously, she was a she once made a bet with Scab about something. I don't know if it was a sports bet or something, to where she could not talk in the hallway for a week. She could only talk business, and she she carried it out. She was good. She she owned up to it. She did not talk in, and we tried to make her talk, and we laughed about it. But we brought her to the show, and it was a great move. 
I'll, I'll always say it. It was a fantastic move. She brought women to our show. And women found out how fucking annoying she was and then found out how funny that we were, especially me, and they stayed. And then we no longer plateaued. We grew. But I'll never forget the first Friday that she was on. First Friday that she was on. Um, we're sitting there. And they were rebuilding our studios at the time. So we're in this what we call a production studio, which is just the same as a broadcast studio, except it's a lot small. It's usually only meant for one person. And we got three people in this room. And the board's not as big, and we don't have as many sound effects and all this kind of stuff. And we made it through Hee-Hee's, like, first day. It was, it was her first day. And made it all. And that's back when we still played music, too. So we make it to the last segment of the show. And right before that last segment, our head engineer came in. His name was Mike. Mike was a really, Mike is probably the smartest person I've ever met. Like, I think Mike could have outdone fucking Stephen Hawkins because he wasn't in a wheelchair. Mike was just brilliant. And Mike was creepy, though. Because, like, like he, he came to work one time. This hand to God story again. He came to work one time with a Sears catalog, and he said, hey, doesn't my daughter look beautiful in it? And his daughter was, like, a model in the Sears. And I was, like, showing off your daughter who's a model in the Sears catalog is kind of weird. I, I, I'm just like, it's kind of weird. But he brought in homemade guacamole. Mike was from Oklahoma. There's only two things to do in Oklahoma. That's either hit the books or fuck livestock. So you got a lot. Of, you, you got some smart people that come out of Oklahoma and then they leave. Arise, that was just for you. Uh, but uh, my, my, and Mike was a great guy. Building these studio, and he came into the production studio and he made some homemade guacamole during the commercial break. And I love guacamole. I was like, oh yeah, give me some of that. Blah blah blah. And he, <laughs> she goes, huh. Guacamole looks like baby shit. And we all laugh, right? Blah, blah, blah. And then he leaves and takes the guacamole out. And I'm like, oh, I've got a hankering now for some guacamole. We open the mics up. And uh, Scab starts it by telling, you know, hey, thanks to uh, Mike for bringing in guacamole. And before I could even say anything, because this is even before the ping pong paddles. A lot of people ask if they go back and they look at the videos of the ping pong paddles. Those were to help us talk. Red meant you had nothing to say. Black meant you had something to say because somebody, and I won't say, <laughs> never fucking used the goddamn paddles. She just talked whenever she wanted to. Ruined so many good jokes. But I digress. On this day, she just, when, when Scab says, uh, I want to thank Mike for the, the engineer for coming in, bringing us some amazing guacamole. And she says in the microphone, and this is like 1994, 95. Couldn't say this. She goes, eh. Welcome, Oli. Looks like baby shit. <laughs> and she said it on the air. 
And, and, and Scab's like, oh, all right, well, that's going to do it for us today. Boom, and he hit the sound effects and we left. I'm on the ground. I'm dying laughing. And she's horrified. And Scab's kind of like looking at her like, what the fuck? And I'm just, I am rolling. I, I, it wasn't me. Fucking GM who didn't like us comes running down there. What did she say? And I, I got to give it to Scab. He goes, see, this is why I told you we needed a delay system. So he, he, I mean, and that was quick thinking on his part. But I'll never forget that. It was one of, that was one of the funniest moments. And everybody thought I got delayed the most. I only got delayed like once, maybe twice in my entire career. <laughs> got delayed on her first show. And then got delayed about 15 other times. I believe one time she got delayed because she actually did utter the phrase. And, and I think this was it. She said the, the word monkey after the first word of porch. And we're like, no, nope, we got to delay that. She didn't know any better. She didn't know any better. One of my, my other favorite is that, that she was supposed to be the news girl on the show. And one of the funniest moments of my entire career. And see, Mike, this is what I'm talking about. These were good times. I don't remember what year the Olympic Games were. but And they were in Seoul, Korea. And we're, we're, and, and usually during, during news, I didn't do a lot of commenting because Scab wanted to keep the show moving. But even this moment, and, and I think it was this moment he realized that, oh, the news is what we can play on instead of these stupid topics like, what's the most popular baby name this year? Was when she completely fucked up Seoul, Korea and read it as Seoul, Korea. I said, wait, wait, wait where, are the, where are the Olympics this year? She goes, eh, Seoul, Korea. And I go, God, you're stupid. I actually said that. And by the when I said, God, you're stupid, Scab was on the ground. He was dying. I go, it's Seoul, Korea, you moron. And that's when, I, and, and I will say this. I, I will give credit where credit is due. And it pains me to say this. <laughs> the sow, if you will. She could take a beat. She could take a beating. And listeners gave it to her that nobody liked her laugh. Nobody liked her politics. And she wasn't funny. There was only one time in there that we had to, like, you know, get her down because she became a joke sniper. And we're like, no, you can't, you can't snipe every single joke. Arnie, have you ever been there? Gorgeous. Yeah, Soul or, or Sal. Oh, to this day, I still laugh about that moment. So, yeah, Mike, Mike, there are a lot of great times that we had. I have plenty of stories that, that I can tell you about all the good times. Um, but, man, oh, man. So it, it it's such a shame that that was all fucking flushed away. It's all, and, and that, that's the part that hurts me the most. It's not that I lost two good friends, or at least I thought they were friends. I worked with 
two amazing professionals for a time being. I've been asked, there's, there's a couple trade magazines that, that reached out to me after I left the, the Dog Pound Wolf um, and asked what the difference was, and I didn't hold back. When I worked on the morning show, I worked with two consummate professionals, for the most part, on the air, doing that stuff. They, they'll stab you in the back, which, you know, they did. But at least when I showed up for a show, I knew that they would be ready to go. We were going to go and entertain. That was our job. When I worked with dog shit and jerk off, I had no idea what I was stepping into every day. I didn't know if jerk off was going to be mad because he didn't get enough weed in him. I didn't know if dog shit was going to be upset because somebody called him short, which he is, or called his car yellow, which it is. Did not like that existence. I look back on that time, and, and there were some people in the building that kind of looked down on me at that time. And I just want to go on record right now saying, I still made your house payments, and I still made your fucking car payments for you with my ratings. By the way, the reason why you got that house and the reason why you got that car was on the fucking shoulders of this guy right here. And you are welcome. I'm not saying that I should have been paid millions more, even though I should have been. I knew what I was getting paid. Salespeople get paid a lot more. Okay. Fine by me. Just know where your bread is buttered, fuckers. And I always hated that. That was one thing. The one thing that I truly hated about radio and I know I've talked at length on here, especially with Mikey, when we were 98 Rock and we had our own team. I loved it. But there was always this divide between sales and program. And I guess it's just natural. The sales is going to be sales, and they're going to think that they're the important ones. They're the ones driving the station when they need to realize that if they don't have ratings, they can't sell commercials. And the way to get those ratings is, that's right, by having a talented air staff. Because you can have, and I've seen it, and you've all seen it, we've all seen it, whether it's a country station or a rock station. You can have two stations in the same city, and they play pretty much the exact same music. What sets them apart? That's right, the air talent. The air talent. It always has, and it always will. But the problem is that people run radio now are not those people. That, 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 that's the sad part. They don't understand what it takes to be those people. Well, God. I, did, I didn't play that for you earlier, Straight Fire, when you first said, have you been there, gorgeous? Yeah, I, I got to say good morning to you, so sorry about that, Straight Fire. So there you go, Mike. There's some of my good times. I'll talk more about them if you guys want me to. Uh, all right, let's go. Come on. We got we got to get through this damn mail. Good Lord, we are behind. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm getting a phone call here. Uh, I believe this is my man, V. Coop. V. Coop, what's up, buddy? 
I need advice from Arnie. Oh, okay. Here we go. What is happening, Captain? All right. So this past weekend, went out with uh, coworkers to do a cigar bar. And as uh, my last work coworker's coming up, he's got his hands full, and there's only one seat available. It was next to me. So as a courtesy, I reach over, uh, pull his chair out for him. And while standing right there was our server, who was a gender cosplayer. Oh, Jesus. And he had the jaw straight out of uh, Dire Straits, um, uh, the um, Money for Nothing music video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so anyway, as I go pull the chair out, um, he had not fully converted and my my elbow touched it oh you touched wiener so my through clothing thank god you touched brain you touched brain uh, so my question to you is what soap can i best use to scrub my brain uh to scrub your brain or your elbow um, the elbow's getting cut off. So. Oh, okay. I, I I was about to say, you know, I've seen those sanders that use a metal grinder. Maybe you grind that part off. For the brain, boy, oh, boy, I'm going to have to go with liquid dial because it's antibacterial. So you stick it in your ear, and you just start squeezing. And hopefully that will that, that will wash your brain at least a little bit of that whole thing. Well, then I'll just have to try that. Okay, good. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, see, this is, and, and you know what? God bless you for being a, a team player. This is why you don't go out to fucking work functions, because you know something bad's going to always happen there. You just know it. Yeah, getting mushroom stamped wasn't one of the things I thought would happen, though. <laughs> All right, B. Coop, have a good day, buddy. You too. See ya. Oh, God damn, that would be terrible. Oh, too late, V-Coop, you're infected. <laughs> That's who's saying that. Um, this next mail is from Corey. It says, hey, Arnie, you haven't talked cooking much lately. I was wondering if you're working on your next Michelin star dish. Well, look, look, look here, of course. Um, I've recently, um, you, you know, I'm, I'm still searching for the best hamburger in Dallas. And I haven't found it. Keller's is up there. It's probably my favorite. I don't have a, a big, and, and those are smaller burgers. I, I, I still don't have a big old Mama Patty burger, the place that I like yet. I'm still looking for it. But, like, if I want a big patty, I've, I've, I've almost come to the conclusion that if I want the big, thick patty like I like, I have to make those at home. I like my recipe. I like, it, it's like steak. I had, a, I had a brilliant ribeye yesterday. Man, one of the best ribeyes I've had in a long time. Uh, he has a new pan he wants. Someone send it to him, please, so he shuts up. Okay, I need an egg poaching pan. I was going to get to that, bratty kid, because poaching eggs in the microwave is not the same. And there's something wrong with the, the, the I don't know if, if I need to reseason it because they're not cast iron or just nonstick. The pans I have that I boil water in and I'll put an egg in there and try to make it, you know, poach that way. But I need the pan. That's a little deeper dished, and it's got a little top on it, and it's got like two little circle ceramic deals that you put eggs in, and that's how you poach eggs. My dad had one, and they're called, I, I, I looked it up this week, and they're available everywhere except in store. 
We went to Target. We went to Walmart. We went to a grocery store. None of them had it. So I need the egg poaching pan. I, it, it, only a two-slaughter. If you want to give me a four-slaughter, okay. But that's the pan that I need because I love poached eggs because I'm fucking weird that way. And the microwave's okay. That's my current method that I use. But see, this is the way my dad made them, too. This is the way that I know them. This is the way I know that they're so delicious. So, yes, I need an egg poaching pan. P-Ronto. That's what I need. Okay? But, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, and pff, I try, boy, I failed miserably a couple weeks ago with an omelet I was trying. Heavy cream, probably not the best idea for an omelet. Probably want to stick with milk. You want to make it a little fluffier. You don't need to make it thick, and that way it sticks to the fucking pan. Oh, I was not happy about that. Not happy about that. Failure on such a gigantic level. Uh, But there you go. So, yes, I'm still working on different recipes here and there, there and here, here and there, wherever you go, there you are. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, as you are such a fan of TV and movies, I was just wondering, do you pay attention to the Rotten Tomato scores at all? I saw that the show The Bear got 100% in both of its seasons, and it's a really great show that I like as well. Stacy. My favorite eggs are, uh, my man's favorite eggs are poached. I make them with a pan with water. Yeah. Um... No, Stacy, I do not really look at Rotten Tomato scores all that much because you really can't depend on them all the time. There are certain movies that have gotten gigantic, great reviews, and I'm like, that movie sucked. Rotten Tomatoes, if you like Rotten Tomatoes, it's good. I think they're right on with the bear. I, I looked up, there's only four shows that have ever gotten the first two seasons 100, and one of those four shows wasn't Ted Lasso, so I said, yeah, I am not going with that. But I know that Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of people go by it. They use that as the gospel. I do not. I, I, I'm not sure if, if Cocaine Bear got good Rotten Tomato scores or not. All right, last one. We'll, we'll just continue everything going here. Not Bucket. It's time for Mail Call. Welcome to Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. My brother, the discussion you had with Tommy about MJF and the affair with Britt Baker is why I used to love watching wrestling so much. I still watch it today, but it's missing something. And after that conversation you two had, I figured it out. Pro wrestling is missing people like you two writing it. I really do hope that somehow Tony Khan's coked up ass hears this, Ben. Yeah, Tommy and I had a very uh, lengthy wrestling conversation on Friday. And I told him what I would do with my new favorite wrestler, MJF. And this fella that he's feuding with right now. And I think it would go over huge, especially they've got this big pay-per-view coming up in, in Great Britain. And it could all start tonight. MJF turns on Adam Cole, or Adam Cole turns on MJF in the in the tag match. And he tags on him because he saw a video where Britt Baker was in the same bed as MJF, and it was all a misunderstanding. And then the two fight and fight and fight for the next month or so, and then they had they headline the pay per view in Great Britain, where it's Adam Cole Bay Bay versus MJF. 
And they're fighting not only for the AEW world title, but for the good name of Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And the fight's going on, and Adam Cole's just whooping his ass the whole time. And then out of nowhere, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, stabs Adam Cole in the back. And it turns out that they were having an affair, a fake affair, on the side. That would sell a million tickets. That right there, that's gold. Tony Khan, you use that. MJF went on Adam Cole's Twitch and tipped him. Such a fantastic, he, he is a great heel. And I think this would be awesome. Be, but they aren't going to do that. They aren't going to do that. Why? Because it's too great. It's too fantastic. Ben, thank you so much for saying what you said. I, I mean, I have a million ideas about what, what could go on in wrestling. I like seeing that the bloodline thing is over. That, that was a great story that ran its due. Now let's get rid of it. Let's talk about the implosion of the, the Rhea Ripley team and Dominic Mysterio because I'm tired of him. I like that there's fraction in there. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, part three, coming up at SummerSlam. Mark my words. I just want Randy Orton to come back. That's all. And that will do it for a listener mail today. You can write me anytime. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Once again, thank you to uh, JS Floors for being a great sponsor of listener mail. Now, we have more stories that we have to get to. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just go on for a half hour. We're just gonna keep going here. Um, because we got to talk about some things. We got, you know, a lot of fun stuff to talk about here, but once again, we have some serious stuff we got to talk about at the beginning. Not really, really serious. I shouldn't say serious, serious. This is seriously. That, that, that's how I should, I, I should say, seriously. So. I posted a photo yesterday on Instagram, and I it was not the first time I've seen it, but I decided I'd put it up on my page, too. And I put it up on there, and I said, this is the definition of comedy. And it's a Subway store in Rincon, Georgia. And it says, Subway, our subs don't implode. Now that right there. That right there is comic gold. That's one of the funniest things I've seen on a billboard in a long time. Our subs don't implode. And people are up in arms with it. Oh, my God. Someone said on my Facebook page, this is disgusting. People lost family members on there. Do, do you cry for everybody that dies every dingle day? Do, do you not tell any jokes whatsoever? Is a stick so far up your ass that you can't have a little bit of fun? That shit was H-E-L-L-A funny. My man and I, H-E-L-L-A, laughed. All the sensitive sallies are out. Yeah, you know what I call them? I call them Paulina pussies. That's what they are. They're Quavo Queeftards. That's what they are. I'm so sick and tired of this bullshit. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe all the mean-spirited memes out there. 
People died on this thing. Pe- stupid people died on this thing. Let's let, let's just fucking let's just stop it right now in the tracks, okay? Five people, out of pure stupidity, decided to go into a thing that's the size of a minivan and go further in in, in water than the United States fucking military will go. This is like when people go up and they, they, they see a bear cub. Do you not realize that bear cubs do not travel alone ever? It's not like the bear the, the mama bear gives the cub up to a, a, an airline attendant and the airline attendant walks the bear cub through the woods. Mama bear is always around. And I know that people feel bad for those people that get attacked by bears. But what the fuck did you think was going to happen when you went up to a baby cub? What did you think was going to happen when you got into a submarine that went further below the water's surface than the military? And they have no military personnel on there whatsoever. First of all, the first thing I'm doing is if I'm approached by these idiots, I say no. And then let's say, let, let's say, I don't know, I was out walking one day, and out of my control, a mule kicks me in the head. I, I mean, I, out of nowhere, just it, random weirdest thing. Whack! Kicks me in the head. Okay. And I go to myself, I go, self, you know what I want to do? I want to spend $250,000 to go into a submarine and go below the, the water, 12,500 feet, so I can look at a boat that sank 100 years ago and not touch it. Ooh, I can take the same pictures there up in every fucking museum in America. Ooh, now they're on my phone. Kick ass. Now, I've been kicked in the head, which means I made this bad decision, but I hope there's a part of me that looks through this and goes, okay, who's flying, the, or who, who's guiding the ship? Who's in charge of everything? And is there is there a possibility that there's a system that if something bad happens, they, they have like a line that goes down 12,500 feet, and they can just pull us up? Oh, they don't have that. That's interesting. Oh, and, and nobody has any military diving experience? You're, you're, you're a scientist. Okay. Interesting. A friend of mine posted a joke about the Donner Party eating each other, but said people were fucked up for posting funny memes about the sub. I called him out on it, and he said, been a while for the Donner Party. I said, okay, I'll send you funny sub memes in a few years. Yeah. They did get a unique experience no other Titanic visitors got. Very true. And people are all upset at the memes. They're all upset at the jokes. Oh, my gosh. How dare you? How dare you do something like that? I, I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen that much indignity since. How dare you? There you go. 
So they're mad at this restaurant. Um, not only is it distasteful, it's just sad. Do better, Amanda Butler wrote. Uh-oh. If these are actually fucking tweets that I'm, I'm going to have to take. Um, this is what we're doing now, making fun of people who lost their lives. Yeah, they're, 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 we've been doing that for a long, long time. Well, not only have people gotten mad at the memes and at the jokes, but people have gotten mad at Netflix because Netflix is bringing Titanic back. Now, once again, it's called Show Business. Remember that? Remember that last word there, business. So you have this quote-unquote tragedy happen. You don't think that that a company that owns the rights to stream that movie is going to go, ooh, well, there's some fascination about the Titanic out. Let's put it out again. Let's draw some numbers. Shut up. You're getting mad at memes, and you're getting mad at, at Netflix for doing this, yet, yet, where are the picketers out in front of Ocean Gate Expeditions who's still advertising trips to see the Titanic wreckage? Oh, that's right. They're still in business. A page on the website for the company advertises two expeditions happening in 2024. Now... Why were 9-11 jumpers the fastest readers? 23 stories in five seconds. See, we've always made fun of people dying. Yes, it has. This is what I'm looking forward to. This right here is what the definition of comedy is to me. A lot of people have asked me, and, I, and it's, it's a very philosophical question. Define comedy. Now, comedy is subjective, so it's going to be different answer for everybody. For me, my personal answer to what is comedy, comedy is something that makes people laugh due to there being a, a tinge of pain in there. The good comedy has to have a, a, a tinge of pain in there. For example... The chicken crossing the road to get to the other side is just stupid. It's not a funny joke. It never has been a funny joke, and it never will be a funny joke. The only reason the knock-knock orange joke works is because it drives you insane that people are saying orange or apple. Orange, you glad I didn't say apple again? There's only one good, acceptable knock-knock joke, and I'm going to give it to you. Now, this is a physical joke, so you have to... You, the person that you tell this joke to has to be very close to you. Now, this is bad. Let, 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 me, let me once again surface that this is a bad joke. There is no good taste with this joke. But it's the perfect way to illustrate what pain needs to be in a joke. 
knock, knock. And the person says, who's there? And you say, the Nazis. Now, this is where the joke gets funny. Is that when they start to say, the Nazis who? Before they can get to who, you slap them in the face. See, once again, this is why you have to be close to the person. And I don't mean in distance. I mean in, like, you know, relationship-wise. You slap the person in the face, and you answer the question like this. V will be answer asking the questions. So you go, knock, knock, who's there? Nazis. V will be asking the questions. It's a funny joke. It's the only funny knock-knock joke that's out there. Why? Because there's all kinds of pain in that joke. Same one for the KGB. Exactly. Those are funny jokes. And there has to be pain in it. So this is what I'm hoping. And, and, and yeah, is it wrong that I hope this? Yes, it's wrong. I, it, look, look. We, we, we all told the truth a couple weeks ago. We root for the Bulls at Rodeo. There are a lot of people that go to NASCAR races to see crashes. I thought of one the other day. Well, we're going to bring up one at the end of the show today that would be kind of cool, but we'll get to it. But when the bad stuff happens, we watch it more intensely. Anybody dumb enough to sign up for this, one of the two expeditions in 2024? I'm just telling you right now, if something bad happens to you and you implode again, the gloves are off. It's on like neck bone. I will be calling the Ocean Gate Expeditions Company on an hourly basis, telling them jokes. What was the only vegetable available on the Ocean Gate sub? Squash. Was the only soda they had on board? Crush. What did the billionaire tell his wife? Honey, you feed the dog and cat, I'll feed the fish. I mean, look, look, look. And it's going to be on. It's going to be on. If you're stupid enough to do this. I swear to God. So dumb. We got more, two more trips coming up. Okay, enjoy. Hope you get some people on there. I really do. I hope people sign up for this. I hope Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Oprah Winfrey, ooh, Meghan Markle and Harry Markle get on the next one. Boy, that would be a fantastic trip. That would be wonderful. Alicia says, I can't imagine anyone wanting to sign up for it. I'm going to tell you right now, Alicia, I'm betting that how many seats do they have on there? Five? They have five seats on there? So ten seats total. I'm going to tell you right now, I bet you four seats have already been sold of the ten. The panel of you, that's a wonderful one too. I'll say 40% of the seats are already sold. That means four of the seats are already sold on those two subs. I'm betting. Wait a second. You know what we should do. I mean, since we're here. 
Ocean Gate website. Let's see. You're invited to dive with us. Explore the world's most famous shipwreck. 95% of the Earth's ocean is unexplored. You can change that. This is from Aaron N. This is one of the most interesting and unique experiences I've ever had. Less than 300 people have ever been down into the Titanic to see the wreck. Even diving to almost 4,000 meters in a submersive is an uh, an experience unto itself. Well, let's see. Contact us. What's that? Oh, can't open the page. I can't contact them? Wait a second. That, that, that's no fair. I can't contact them? I mean, it, it kicked me all the way out. Failed to open? I had the website. Safari cannot open. Is this, is this my computer? Is this everything? No, no, it's just that website. I guess they've taken their website down now. They don't want a phone call from me. Well, let's hold on one second here. Let's see something here. Oh, Ocean, Ocean Gate Expeditions. Phone number. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, here we go. There's another number on here, too, so maybe I'll try to call that, too. You have reached the message box of extension 5013. Please record your message after the beep. When finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Yes, hello. My name is Arnie States, and I own a media conglomerate, and uh, I was reading that you had... A couple of expeditions happening in 2024. I was wondering if you could give me a call back at area code 775-357-3267 at your earliest convenience. Uh, I'd be really excited to see uh, what was available and what was being offered. And hopefully that you'll be serving squash on your next trip. Thank you. I'm betting they don't call back. I'm just betting they don't call back. Their phone lines are exploding just like their subs. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. And by the way, by the way, subway is in reference to sub trains, not submarines. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if it I, – I don't even care anymore why people are getting mad. Just shut up and enjoy the fucking laughter out there, please. Now, we got some roll calls in this morning about people not losing any fingers or any hands. I do know that, uh, let me look this story up. Uh, 
what are the news stations? K-O-L-O. Sacramento. Uh, let's see. K-O-L-O. Sacramento to provide service to homeless encampments. Fucking fantastic. That's the headline. Uh, driver rescued. Two dogs rescued from Reno house fire. Where are all the stories about all the big fires last night in Rock- or Roseville? I saw somebody post something about, like, fires in Roseville. Oh, I guess I got to Google fires in Roseville now. Fires in Roseville. Fourth of July. Uh, news. Uh, that's six days ago. There's nothing here? I thought there were big fires last night. How come it's not in any of the newses? Am I wrong? Uh, Can anyone tell me why I was waiting for the come again after saying thank you? (laughs) Like, I saw somebody's post on, on social media saying, oh, my neighborhood's burning down. Roseville PD had the drones out last night because there were illegal fireworks being shot up and my sister-in-law's green belt caught fire. Okay, so that's where it was. I posted a video of one. Dummies. I mean, come on, you can't shoot up fireworks in places where it don't rain. Uh, Two two people were dead and more than four dozen injured after four fireworks displays end in disaster. A 43-year-old Michigan woman died at a home fireworks explosion with nine people injured during varying conditions ranging to critical. Kids were sent screaming and fleeing in chaotic scenes after a rocket misfired into a crowd during a public display. A 58-year-old man is in life-threatening condition after a powerful rocket fired in his face. Whoa. Well, where, where, where did it hit him? Doing no, not that one. In the face! There it is. In the face! While he was looking inside the tubing. Come on. Come on. How can I not laugh at that? Hey. Hey, what's going on in this tube? How come it ain't going off yet? One person died, four others were injured following a fireworks explosion on Locust Road in northeast Texas near the Oklahoma border. Oh, I'm sure of it. Look here, dummies. Let, 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 let me help you out when it comes to, to fireworks. Okay, if, if you're going to buy the crazy illegal fireworks, okay, make sure you got lots of water on hand. Shoot them off and have fun. Have a good time. But, but realize that you could end up burning somebody's house down. I mean, that, that's the one thought that you should have in the back of your head at all times is this could burn either my house down or somebody else's house down. So I better be prepared. Now, I don't even know if you need my tips for lighting fireworks 101, but I'm going to give them to you. Number one, don't use matches. That's the first and foremost thing. Do not use matches. Matches are a a pain in the ass. And you don't want to get them long ones either. 
get a lighter, not a Zippo. Get one of them, you know, cool lighters that has the trigger on it that you light candles with. Use one of those. Okay. Now, I did not go to fireworks school or anything like this, but I did go to, I, I, I did shoot off fireworks as a kid. Okay. Still got all my fingers. Still got all my toes. When you light the firework, you run as far away from it as you can. That's rule number one. Now, there's a prefix to rule number one. It's rule number 1.2A. When you run away from them, try to get behind someone else. Okay, that, 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 that's rule 1.2A. Because if something happens, let's say that there's a, a janky firework in the, in the tube, and it goes off sideways, and the tube turns over and is shooting now in your direction which I have seen in person. If you follow rule 1.12a, you're going to be okay because the mortar will shoot off and it will hit the person in front of you. Rule number one, back it up, Terry. Don't hold a bottle rocket while it's lit, especially in your anus. Very good tip. That, That can be rule number two. And, and, and by the way, uh, rule number three, rule number three, this is a big one. This is a big one. If said firework falls down and is shooting in your direction, if you have followed rule 1.12a and got behind somebody, then that's where rule three comes in. Rule three is it's every man for himself. Mamas, you got the children. I do not want to be hit with a projectile that's going to explode. That could cause some pain. Cowboy Ryan says, grass fire near my neighborhood in West Roseville. Bunch of fucking idiots shooting mortars over dry grass. That's just pure stupidity. Back it up, Terry. That was such a funny video. Yep. But, but now, come on. Come on. I, I mean, I, I've given you the simple, easy steps to lighten off fireworks. And look, look, see, th- this is the problem. This is the problem. Y'all can't have fun stuff because Mother Nature hates y'all out there. Rule number four, uh, but the Chinese stuff, leave the Mexican stuff alone. It's the wish version of fireworks world. Well, here's the thing, Gold. Fireworks were invented by the Chinese. So it, it it's hit or miss with both of them. You got to be careful. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not really going to say go to the Mexican stuff because, you know, if Mexico could wi- could afford a wish network, they would have their own wish network. You get the cartels throwing faces on soccer balls, selling those all over the place. But I do look forward to today of seeing all the stories about people who have had, you know, M80s go off in their hands. First of all, what are you doing buying an M80? That's a quarter stick of dynamite. Uh, let's see, Cabo Ryan, that's where my sister-in-law lives in Stansfield. The green belt was so dry it lit up like a Roman candle. Yeah. My neighbor comes outside here and all the illegals and starts hosing a roof. They were nowhere near her house. Nice. This is the thing, man. And I remember, I remember, I, it, 
what what blew me away was my first uh, when I first moved out of Texas, because fireworks were always illegal in our neighborhood, and nobody really shot them off. We would go to the shitty, you know, lake and watch them go off. And then fireworks stands started opening. They kind of got a little lax in some of the more rural counties because we actually do get rain here. But I know that in Rockwall, where I live, Rockwall County, it's illegal to shoot them off. Yet we have fireworks stores that are right on the border of Rockwall, and they sell all the good shit. So it's like, okay, you don't want us to shoot them off, but you're going to sell them. I mean, it used to be I'd have to drive to Arkansas or Missouri to get fireworks. But California, look, I'm, I'm sorry. It's so dry out there. Y'all can't have them. Y'all can't have the good stuff. You can have the snakes, and you can have the sparklers, and those are all gay. Can't have any, any projectiles. And, no, and, and by the way, Stop with the ladders, okay? I'm just gonna say it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You people that decide to build a display and you put it on a ladder, or you got a couple ladders, and you got a, a scaffold built, and you, you're shooting off fireworks that way. Bunch of homos. I'm sorry. I'm just speaking from my heart. No offense. With all due respect, you're a bunch of homos. I'll never forget the first time I saw that. I, I, it might it might have been Scab. Because he, he liked to shoot off, but he would never buy illegal fireworks. I remember one time they set up some kind of rig, and they had these, all your shitty safe and sane fireworks. I don't even know what the names of them are because they're so crappy. And they would put it on this this like scaffold bridge type thing they built. And I'm like, is that to make it look like it's in the sky? I mean, that's just dumb. Uh, let's see. Uh, my, let's see. My girlfriend's brother burned his hand to shit 18 months back. We were so drunk, the bottle rocket just wasted him. I have lots of fireworks in my garage, but now I give them away and watch when folks fire them off. Perfect. From yesterday on, some people will permanently give the sign of the four horsemen. Amen to that. Uh, let's see. I'm flying to Austin towards the end of the month. Mr. Cedar Park, she sent me a video yesterday of all the awesome fireworks I'm missing. Dang it. I wish I would have got there sooner. I, it was a war zone in my neighborhood until midnight last night. Fucking in that shit at 10 p.m. People got to work. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I don't care about, like, the fireworks. It just yeah, knock them off. It's like them weird kids that trick-or-treat at, like, 9.15. You're like, it's a little too late for you, Junior. They're they're illegal in El Dorado County where we live, so we drive 45 minutes to an hour away to watch them. I enjoy fireworks. Even the illegal ones going off were fun to watch. But after it got dark, more and more were going off, and they were so close. You were in your car, and you could feel it through someone shooting at you. In Washington State, they sell illegal ones uh, on the res, and someone in our neighborhood shot off dynamite that shook the walls and the windows of our home several times. I found me, Mr. Arised, under the bed uh, in dark because he was shaking triggered PTSD. That's not good. 
Still wants people to celebrate our freedom in the country. It just sucked. Oh, man, I can imagine. Uh, contrary, oh, somebody just said, uh, respectfully disagree with the M80 being a quarter stick of dynamite. Uh, it's uh, 3,000 milligrams of powder is not equivalent to a quarter stick of dynamite. Okay. I always heard that. Still, though, 3,000 milligrams of gunpowder, that's still going to blow your fucking hand off. Ours weren't bad last night. Dogs didn't even bark. No, they were all on my, uh, the other side. Drones finding people shooting illegal ones was uh, wild to see. So there you go. You got these idiots out there. Now, this last story, this is what we got to talk about when we talk about comedy and pain. I've had this story for three days now, and I've been waiting, and I could not wait to do it. This is a story about an Australian woman named Melissa Porter. She's an adventurous gal, if you will. She uh, left uh, Western Australia, where she's from, to come all the way to the Spaceland Houston facility in Texas, where she worked as a skydiving instructor. Now, the story says is that she is a world champion skydiver. Now, that's my first uh, point of inquiry here. Um, We have to stop the rust. Now, what constitutes a world champion skydiver? Hmm? Now, do, do they have, like, targets set up to where you got to hit them and land? And if you land on the bullseye, you're the world champ? Do you dive from higher elevations? Is that what makes you a world champion? Because I think there's only one thing that you need to have happen to make you a world champion. And that is that the chute opens. That, 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 I think that would be rule number one for being a world champion. Would you disagree? Now, spectators were able to see this when Melissa Porter showed up at the Spaceland Houston facility and um, she showed up last month preparing for a new jump and recently shared footage of herself training on at uh, iFly in El Paso. So she's trying a new uh, now now I I I'm not aware are there other ways to jump out of a plane than just saying Geronimo I'm just what I'm a novice here I have jumped out of an airplane I have skydiving once we jumped from sixteen thousand feet by far one of the absolute positive stupidest things I've ever done. I would rather shoplift from a bazaar in Delhi and get caught than ever do this again. That's Arnie. That's easy, Arnie. A world champion skydiver has to complete more than one skydive from that shitty place in Lodi. (laughs) They're the home of zero world champions. 
Um, she spent the last five years traveling the world and participated in several skydiving adventures. In March, she spoke about her passion to inspire more young women to pursue skydiving because I guess it's a lucrative career. I did not know this. For so long, the sport has been male-dominated. Can, can we truly call skydiving a sport or more of a military exercise? My father was a paratrooper. When I told my father I was jumping out of a plane, he says, what war are you fighting? Literally, that is exactly what my dad said to me. She says, crikey, it's really cool for me to be able to be an instructor and show other women how it's doable. I want to continue doing it for years. Well, I hate to tell you that this woman can no longer be a world champion because um, horrified spectators saw the parachute deploy after they jumped out of the plane, but then made a hard landing. And uh, the skydiving champion and the community of skydivers has been rocked by the shocking death of Melissa Porter. Question. Um, um, is the skydiving world really rocked? By this, I mean, you got a 50 50 shot. You know, it, when it comes to skydiving, it, 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 I mean, I'm not trying to besmirch this young lady who, who just passed away doing what she look, she got to do what she died doing what she loves to do. Well, I did let me take that back. I would imagine she loves when the shoots open, she probably didn't enjoy the last few minutes or few seconds or whatever it was when she came plummeting to earth. But at least she got to do what she liked doing. That was her way out. Now, they don't go into detail about what the jumping technique they used was, but how about we go ahead and just outlaw that one? How about we say we don't do that one no more? Because that one's pretty bad. Because it, it killed a world champion. Can anybody just walk around and say they're a world champion skydiver? I mean, I skydove once. My chute deployed. I landed safely on the ground, popped right on up. Does that make me a world champion? If, if so, I'd like to add that to my resume. Hall of Fame broadcaster. World champion skydiver. One-time Olympic hopeful swimmer. Because I hoped that at one time in my life that I could be a swimmer in the Olympics. But that was when I was like four. We, we're we're going to go ahead and put that on there. Any truth she was listening to Skyfall sung by Adele during the dive? God damn it. You've been trying all morning. You got me. Damn it to hell. Hello. It's me. I was wondering no. if after all no. these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I don't want to meet. And by the way, she chastised people, like, throwing stuff on stage. 
She did have, she had, she had a caveat. She says, oh, blimey, don't throw any phones at me. I'll kill you. Throw me ham. So she's a fan of ham. She can take all the ham that I don't want. If you want to go to an Adele show and throw her ham, I think that, that, that she's appreciative of that. Don't forget retired softball champion. Thank you. Appreciate that, Sawyer's dad. Um, uh, a super golfer. I, at one time, I was a super golfer. I went to school with a guy. He was part of that community that also does rock climbing, slack lining, and rock jumping with these squirrel suits. Him and another dude jumped off that Taft Point in Yosemite, and their suits never opened. They found them later that morning. I know they have a community for everything out there. Yeah, yeah, the, com- the, the community of dipshits. Good God. By the way, there's a story. Oh, oh, the, the, the other story they have to end the show. Damn it, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do that one there. Um, oh, where'd it go? They got they got spiders in some mines in China, right? Or not China, Mexico. Hold on, let's see. Let me let me see if I can find this story. I don't know where it went. It just left me. Uh huh. Oh, there we go. Okay, so this is happening down in Mexico. So reason number eight hundred and six not to go to Mexico. They went in some mines there. First of all, what you're doing in a mine in Mexico? I have no idea. But they got, they got spiders down there the size of basketballs. I ain't kidding. No, 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 no. You, you, you don't know. Uh-uh. No siree, Bob. Well, I don't want to subscribe to this website. That's bullshit. I don't want to subscribe to that. Let me close out. Okay. So here, here you go. Oh, fuck them. Hold on a second. Maybe you'll be able to get on there. For I don't know if they're venomous. I don't care if they're venomous. They're as big as a basketball. I don't ever need to go to that mine. <sighs> also, doctor, champion, weightlifter, comedian, champion, Dr. Pepper drinker. I, I mean, the, the the resume is pretty impressive. Let let let's all let let's all remember that that Arnie's resume is pretty damn impressive. Um, EGOT winner. Singer, songwriter, showman, doctor, yes, weightlifter, champion. Wait, I don't know about champion. Yeah, well, I did win a, a, a steak dinner one. Well, that was that was softball. That wasn't that one. All right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for us today as family. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy tomorrow. Can't wait to talk to him. All kinds of stuff to talk about. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow. Adios, everybody.
I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.